0: Hey everybody, we are back and we're back because we got a sponsor. Yeah! Money! Money, 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 money! money, money! <laughs> That's right. The, the number one thing that motivates me
1: to make another podcast. Wow. So who exactly is our sponsor for today?
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Jollibee! <laughs>
1: Jollibee!
0: Wow, does this mean we get to discover a new world of joy with the
1: (laughs) all-new Jollibee app? Wait, this is the one with the exciting app, exclusive deals, and an easier way to order your favorites, right? You know, all in your hands? That's so
2: true, Percy. And all you have to do to get that world of joy is to download the Jollibee app now. The link of which you can find in our description.
0: Hey, Anton, I want you to read that that one. (laughs) The link. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, you can you can download it at bit.ly that's L-Y slash <laughs> JollibeePH app yes po double P ang tamang spelling thank you very much
0: <laughs> and there goes our first and last sponsor thank you Jollibee <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to As Far As I Know. My name is Ryan. My name is my Percy. Name is oh my <laughs> we haven't done. This we in haven't a while.
3: recorded an episode in a really long time, okay? We're gonna yep. keep okay.
0: that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have somebody over. She is the host of the Door Podcast. And she is also a really great chef, by the way. I look at her Instagram um, page and, my gosh, nakagutom yung feed. Please welcome to, as far as I know, the one, the only, Samo.
1: Yay! Yeah!
3: I feel like I need to apologize to the legit chefs out there first. (laughs) (laughs) Calling myself a chef is like insulting to them, guys. I'm no chef. I really enjoy cooking and I do host a religious podcast called The Narrow Door. Thank you, Ryan, for the fabulous intro. And hi, Percy and Anton. Thanks for having me on the show.
2: If it's all right with Percy and Ryan, I'd just like to ask you, Sam, when did you start getting into Catholicism? it's not Mm.
0: like we can say no
2: (laughs) (laughs) just trying to be respectful guys (laughs)
3: um gosh my journey started around 2016 um i mean i decided to really give it a shot like a full shot in 2017 but that was triggered by a very difficult year in my life which was 2016 right just in my personal life you know i um, if I, it was my romantic life, you know, a lot of people, I think, and this is a very common human experience is you kind of have to get to a place where you hit rock bottom in your life. Right. And then you realize, okay, I need some kind of help. I don't think it can be from a human being. So now where do I go? Um, and so in 2017, That was when I was turning to prayer a lot and I was checking out what the church was teaching because I did go to a Catholic school myself. But as Ryan said, um, I didn't really make a connection, I suppose like a personal connection. It was all around me. You know, we would go to first Friday mass first Friday of the month mass. Like that was mandatory. We prayed the rosary every day for the month of October mga ganon and but it never really resonated with me personally. It was just something that I did because I was told that I was that I had to do it. I was just going through the motions without really understanding what it was about. So um, it was in twenty seventeen where I was in the middle of prayer and I just I don't know. I just felt like this overwhelming peace and joy about you know my situation. I look back at that now, and it's not the. I don't want that to be the thing for why I came into the faith, because I think our feelings are very um, unreliable.
0: <laughs> Totoo. Ay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. 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 sorry.
3: <laughs> back to you. feels very strongly about that. <laughs> our feelings are are very fleeting. I think we can manufacture these experiences even um for us to make sense of what's going on in our lives and so but i mean that was really something that happened for me but it's not the basis of my faith that was kind of the beginning of like okay i think there's something here so i dug into the faith a little bit you know why it teaches what it does and whatnot and then at some point i was like okay i think i want to try this out and yeah i i'm i'm happier I guess a better word would be more joyful, and pe and at peace with things than I've ever been. Also, I just feel like it's logical, and maybe that's yeah. Maybe there's a lot to unpack there, but we can talk about that.
1: Actually, I was more in. I, I what I wanted to ask was, what was the the click like the the where you said like, oh yeah, this totally is the thing. Was it that point where you found peace or was it the, fo- or in your transformation, was it like in your transformation, was there a point where, um, so was there a sudden realization? Was there an event that took place? Like, a, like you know, like the big bag, okay, suddenly everything happened and then um, everything starts coming together. Or mm-hmm. was it like a slow transformation, like if you realizing things, was it, or so was it one or the other? Was there a turning point? Um, and if ever there was, what was that point? Because I think it's different for everybody, and I've never actually had anybody talk about like what led them to actually um, go down that go down that path. Like, yes, this is where I will start to believe and all that.
3: Right. I actually wanted to make sure that I did that. I I wasn't gonna go about this in like a very blind faith kind of way you know? Mm -hmm. So I took my time with it. I wanted to kind of incorporate little things here and there and see how they pan out. I think I took about a year to do that mostly in, um, because I was coming from a place of like, okay, why are my relationships not working out? Why is this not happening? I mean, I'm, I'm doing everything that the world is telling me to do, but in the end, you know, I, I just get hurt or things don't work out. You know, what is it that I'm doing wrong? And so I decided to kind of go by the, the, some of the teachings of the church. Like, for example, prior to coming to the faith, my way of doing relationships was like, you know, I meet someone. The thing that, um, that told me that there was potential in that relationship was chemistry, Right. Meet someone ooh attraction, we have chemistry, ooh, okay, there's potential here. the faith tells us that really, I mean, chemistry is a good thing, but what's really important is like you share the same values, um, you know things like that i I didn't really think about those things. i I kind of fell into this pattern of like, am I attracted to this person or not? okay, let's go from there, but You know, the the practice of the faith is it's called courtship, right? You're you're dating. And what dating is, is you're trying to figure out if you are, um, if you're compatible enough to make a lifelong commitment. And maybe that's something when you're in your early 20s, it's a bit much to consider because obviously you're not looking to marry anytime soon, I suppose. I mean, some people are. And I guess I was just at that right age to seriously consider these things. Um, So it was little things like that. And I found them to be like just very logical. Like this makes sense, you know? (laughs) Does that answer your question?
1: Yeah, um, I I guess it does. Because uh, I, I thought that, you know, for some people it would be like, Because you know how in stories of of saints and you know religious people, it's like there there's an event that changes them for Ah. for um, like for like for example, Franto and the people that he uh, who he followed got shot in the leg with a cannonball and got stuck in a got got stuck in a bed and suddenly oh I'm I'm gonna come I'm gonna go be a soldier for Christ and all that so I thought that you know, there would be something like that for you, like a point of, you know, realization. Other mm. people, it's like their parents get sick and, you know, they turn to religion and suddenly something something magical happens. Mm-hmm, but then mm-hmm. for you, it was more of a, you know, it was a slow transformation of realizing the, the values. And um, yeah, maybe it's not the same for everyone. Maybe for some people, it's not like a snap of their fingers and things change. Maybe for, for some people, it's really, because you mentioned um, it being logical. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, this makes sense. That makes sense. And putting those two together, logic and faith, um, is really, uh, it isn't really an overnight thing. That thing happens over time. A series, of, um, a series of realizations. And so, yeah, it, this does sort of answer my question. So, not everybody gets shot in the, in, in the leg with a cannonball and suddenly becomes a, a saint. Aww, um, thank God. Go through. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So you you were looking for Percy, yung ano know, those moments that some people say that God called to them. Yes, yes. Um, Sam, does that yeah. happen to you? Because honestly, me who was very much in the faith before, and you know, from time to time, and I'm not gonna, I'm not kidding. I, I bet Percy and Ryan might laugh at me, but from time to time, when I start losing that faith, that spiritual spirituality, I really get a message from God to come back.
0: In how? Like, like, do you hear something, or like, what yeah, happens? I, I, also, why would you think we would laugh at you what? for that? We are not horrible people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Anton, you're absolutely right. I would laugh at you. Ryan would. No,
2: exactly. I, I guess I was speaking for Percy. <laughs> but yes, um, but for me, my experience is that sometimes I'm not even doing anything. Um, I remember the loudest call I heard from God once was. When I was in first year college. So again, I, I was in UP Los Banos, really far away from where I grew up all my life here in Kazan City. And uh, that isolation also made me isolated from what I believed in uh, faith, religion. As, yeah, nagualual na ako sa LD kung ano naginagawa ko, you know, nasty stuff, really nasty stuff. Ryan would know because we went to the same school together. It's so funny because <laughs> people yeah. say that
0: once you enter UP, you abandon all sense of like faith and religion, <laughs> and then you turn into this <laughs> like science. I hate the government person,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's so
0: true. So, uh, I,
2: well, you said it. <laughs> well, for some people, it is. Um, but yeah, just going back to that story, I was in a class sitting down, not even thinking about religion, lesson, uh, listening to the lesson, and suddenly I heard my voice in my head say, Wait. Ano? Hindi ka na nagdadasal? Ano? Hindi ka na Hindi ka na Bibisita sa holy, sa holy Sacrament?
0: Ano na? Wait, you heard your
3: voice? God yeah. went God went pssst. Yeah, God went He does that He, he does went, that Pstuy I, <laughs> <laughs> I I think Pstuy I think Pstuy I
2: think Parang ganon And uh, it happens regularly no Especially when I si lose the faith <laughs> O marunong ang Tagalog si God But I hear my voice But I know it's not me because these aren't thoughts na I would be thinking at that particular moment. And they just come out of nowhere. So in your um, journey, ha- how is your relationship like with God? Like how do you talk? Because my parents were born very traditional. So they talked to God through prayer, as in yung verbal prayer, memorized prayer. Do you do it the same way? How do you practice that faith?
3: I mean, the memorized prayer is definitely a big part of Catholicism, but with the rosary, the novenas and stuff like that. But I personally relate to God as a father. So there are moments where I'm just like, like how I would talk to my own dad, you know, like dad, you know, this situation kind of sucks. Like, I'm not sure what you want me to do here, but you know, I'm sure you'll show me, but I'm just kind of venting. Um, And then on another level, and I think this is the part, you know, where I keep saying it's logical is because I, I relate to God as the creator, right? When you, and okay. So today I went on my Instagram and I posted a story because on the podcast, we were doing a series of discussing just parables from the Bible, lots of stories in the Bible, parables and whatnot. And, you know, it's very interesting stuff. And then I just felt like, okay, I think we should switch gears. I want to open the show up to listener questions and answer them on the podcast. And one of the questions that popped up was, how do you know that God is real? And I, I was think, supposed to
0: ask you that, I know this listener. <laughs> 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 Sorry, yeah.
3: He preempted <laughs> your question. But it's I think fine. that's something that, you know, everyone struggles with. Um, because personally, I don't want to be in this faith because it's just comforting to me, right? I don't want that kind of faith. Like, I want to know... Is this God real? And I think the thing for me that proves it is this, the argument from design, I think is what it's called, right? When I look around the world, I look at nature and everything in it, there is no satisfying explanation except that there is a creator, an intelligent creator who designed everything for a purpose, I mean, because what is the counter argument to that? Like everything just kind of spontaneously evolved and here we are. That doesn't make sense to me. I mean, look at my body and the way it works. You know, there is a design to everything and how everything functions, which tells me that somebody purposed it this way. And so, yeah, I relate to him as a father. I relate to him as a creator, um, I, I mean, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. How does he speak to me? Um, I've never heard his voice, that kind of thing. That doesn't happen to me. Um, I've never had visions. I, I Like Brother J. Paul Hernandez, who was on my show, would sometimes say like, oh, you know, I had a vision, you know, this and that. Um, to me, I think God speaks to me through the circumstances of my life. When I am contemplating something, you know, maybe like, oh, I wonder if I should do this or that. You know, things will pan out in my life in such a way where, okay, I think the obvious decision is to go with A instead of B, judging from the circumstances of my life. Um, I've never had any, like, supernatural experiences or anything like that. So, like, God
1: never, like, sent you a sign, like... um this is where you should go or like, you know, you know how people see now, oh, I'm trying to look for a sign and then suddenly a sign falls out of nowhere or, you know, or or things like that. Or it it should be more of with the way that you've been choosing the things that you do. But I'm like, yep, this is the logical thing to do. Therefore, I think this is what God chose for me. Yeah, because I mean,
3: yeah, because I think God can interfere in my life that way. You know,
1: Got and it. I'm, I'm, yeah.
3: you know, other. I mean, other people. Whether you hear him in prayer or you are given a vision or whatever, I'm sure God knows which language will work best with you. And Apparently he speaks
1: it's Tagalog, yeah, right, really
3: and 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 you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, and I'm sure God knows how to speak to every person so that they would respond. To me. For, yeah, for me so far, it's just been just circumstances, and okay. I take them to mean that yeah, God is showing me okay, this is what I should do.
2: And I so, think it's because you've you've been consistent, <laughs> contrary to me na nawawala wala. Gan- siya with me. But then I again, often, I mean, yeah, go ahead. I often, um, you know, look. I mean, I often turn my back around it at times. I guess maybe that's why that's how he communicates with me. Plus, akoron. <laughs> I'm not sure about you, but Percy brought this up. Signs are from God, the way that I feel like he's communicating with me. <laughs> His mind's blowing. For like the listeners. what? Like what? Like
3: I know signs.
2: I remember I was in a retreat. I, I went on a retreat, a three-day silent retreat. And the first, because it's to start a retreat, your spiritual director would tell you, um, okay, so your, your task for today is to find God. Whoa. That was a tall order. That was a really tall order, especially for someone who hasn't been as spiritual. So I spent the whole day trying to look for God. Parang, asang ka ba? Parang my mind was so convoluted. So, ano. so I finally sat down and asked the question, God, how will I find you? Like how can we talk? I can't seem to do it. It's been a whole day. And I was uh, you know, shaking my head left to right. And when I opened my eyes after sighing, I saw this placard, sa in the chapel where I was at, that says, silence. So I said, ah, maybe he wants me to shut up and try, and, you know, maybe he wants me to shut up uh, and stop myself from trying to find him and just let him come to me. So that's what I did. I kept still. I just did some breathing exercises, sat down. And after a few minutes, we had a conversation.
0: What did God say is my question. We,
2: we, um, we talked about where my life was now, uh, why I was turning my back on the faith, um, what caused me to do so, and I tried to rationalize how I could come back, yeah. For some reason. And again, I hear my voice answering. And I'm pretty sure it's not me trying to feed myself answers. Because mm. most of the answers I hear are stuff that I'm not smart enough to think about.
3: <laughs> mm. Or maybe things you don't want to hear.
2: Yeah. Are things that I don't want to hear. They're hard truths most of the time.
3: Right, right. Yeah. I guess I, that's his approach. <laughs> I mean, for me, like I'm, I'm relatively new to the faith. You know, I've only been here four or five years. Um, and I still feel like I'm in a place of trying to figure things out. And the, one of the reasons why I started the podcast, which is ecumenical, meaning I have not only the Catholic Church being represented, I have somebody who is evangelical, I have someone who is non-denominational, because one of the things that I noticed when I came to the faith was, wow, there, there is one big Christian umbrella. And then there are so many different denominations, even within the Catholic church, as you were saying, Anton, earlier, there's the Opus Dei, there's the Jesuit, there's, and it's a whole spectrum. And I'm just like, why? Because, and we can be very different, but all call ourselves Christians, right? So, that was very interesting to me. And I also just felt like I needed to learn more about my faith. And so that's kind of what I'm doing on this podcast. Why did I bring that up?
0: Why? <laughs> I don't remember. But you know what? Listening to you guys talk, uh, Anton and Sam, and I always hmm. kind of tell this to people whenever the, the subject of religion is brought up. I am I am envious of you guys because you seem so sure you seem, uh, uh, you, you seem so at peace and like just confident of the fact that, you know, God does exist. I, c- I can't talk to God is my father and all that stuff. Cause like for me, I'm an it because I hope that one day, and this is going to sound so sad, but I'm not really sad, but I hope one day <laughs> in my life, like I get to be at, to, I get to be so sure of something. Um, as much as you guys are so sure of your faith, like I am in in that way. Um, why did love. I bring that up? I don't. No, no, no. What I love. I,
3: I, I mean, because I, all, I, I, I find all walks of faith so fascinating. Whether you are in the unbeliever stage, doubting, you know, seeking, fully in the faith. And I find all of it so interesting. And I want to ask Ryan, what is it that is stopping you from believing that there is a God? I mean, <laughs> like, I'm genuinely curious.
0: Yeah, I think for me, uh... I do believe that there is a creator. Uh, like what you mm. said, it's only logical because I do agree with you on that one. I mean, I'm looking, at a, I'm looking at a picture of a whale right now for some weird reason. And I'm looking at you guys and I'm like, someone must have created these two creatures, right? Um, <laughs> don't judge, okay? We have this thing called Animal of the Day and I have to prepare for it. Um, is this for so- the BBC? No, <laughs> no, no. It's for VNA. <laughs> oh, for podcast on occasion. Um, but here's my, here's my thing. Um, I don't know if I I if I would subscribe to Catholicism if, mm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know for sure that there's a creator, but to label that creator as let's say God or Jesus or uh, I I I'm not so sure of that. Uh, okay, what's stopping me? I guess is. I guess I'm just a curious cat that way i, I want I want to know more, because um, I understand that, for example, here in the Philippines, we are predominantly Catholic. so it's it's quite easy for me to talk to somebody uh, who is an expert uh, in Catholicism and ask for guidance and knowledge and all that. But I also want to know about, let's say, Buddhism, or I want to know more about the other religions that are out there. Um so I guess that's what's stopping me from. Um, subscribing to a specific faith is the lack of knowledge. Uh, if that I think,
3: I think that's a very healthy attitude. I think you should ask questions and explore. Um, I think even like say in a country like the Philippines, where yes, the predominant religion is Catholicism, I find that because a lot of people are born into the faith and just are told to practice it a lot of us kind of sleepwalk through it we don't really bother to understand why we do what we do um, so i think it's great that yeah. you have that curiosity and you want to question things
0: i, I, I yeah. go back to what you said like when we cuz i too was from a catholic school i didn't even know why we had to stop at the middle of the day and well angel angel the school man. If you move while the angel's prayer is playing, play, playing sa ano sa PA system, sa public so, announcement system, you are judged. You are an <laughs> evil person. You do the... not love God. <laughs> if you we move. Naminga sanctioned, eh. Sanctioned kami po pag- Because, really? yeah, again, opposite. Oh, yeah. opposite, oh, day, opposite right? <laughs> that too. That too. Sanctioned <laughs> then. 3 p.m. I 3 p.m. prayer din kami, di ka gumalaw. Ayo, ay, ano ngayon
3: yung parang. Is it like the divine mercy prayer or something?
0: I can't remember. Three now. o'clock prayer, Day
2: right? O'clock prayer. But it's
0: a three p.m. prayer? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Jesus!
2: Yeah. Something like that.
0: So right. So yeah, I I do. I guess my gosh, when you said a lot of people sleepwalk uh, as a faith, uh, I I I think I think I was that uh, for some time. Um, Me and too. Then I started asking questions and all that. But going back to what we were talking about, which is like you know, um, the Philippines being predominantly Catholic, being Catholic yourself, uh, Sam, what would you say is like the pinakamahita part about being a Catholic here in this, and I'll e- use this word, lose, great country? <laughs>
3: I, I would think the Philippines is one of the easier countries to be Catholic just because as we said, it is the predominant religion here. I think the challenging part of being Catholic or Christian for that matter is just the culture of the times, because, you know, the values that we espouse and the way we go about say things like relationship or sex or, um, you know, whatever, our practices in the faith are so countercultural. you know? So I think that's, what's challenging. And it, it, sometimes it's, I think I'm kind of past that point where I'm just like, gosh, why do I have to do this? I mean, it's so easy to just, you know, do whatever I want. I think I'm past that. But I can see how that would be a challenge for some people.
0: Have you ever had people, um, like, pressure you into doing things Na parang, ah, uh, do this even though it's against your faith? Like what you said, because of culture, because of practices, um, have you ever had to, have you ever found yourself in like a very complicated situation where you had to like, and I again use this word loosely, defend your faith for, for that matter, like as a I, Catholic, I can't <laughs> do this. But I'm gonna
3: not so much. Okay. Because I think one of the great things about like when I came into the faith, I was in my late thirties already you don't really get peer pressured into doing things you don't want to do anymore. You know what I mean? Like I'm old enough. I, you know, I don't have to be bullied into doing things I don't want to do anymore. I do remember, however, early in my conversion, I was talking to a friend who was not in the Catholic faith and was actually very anti-Catholic. I found out because
0: anti-Catholic. Wow. Right.
3: Yeah. I mean, he, I didn't know that, but in conversation, I was trying to engage him into talking about God and he knew that I was just starting to convert into the Catholic faith. And the thing he said to me was like, I don't think I can ever be a part of a church where priests molest little kids. And, and And, you know, that whole scandal definitely cost the church a ton. Um, And it is absolutely a tragedy. Oh, wow. And I think as a church, we are trying to make amends for that. And bounce back from that, and it is gonna take some time. But that was an experience for me where he was just like not even open to talking about God because I couldn't with someone who's from this kind of church. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's something that I struggle with too. Just going back to
2: your point earlier about how it's easier to get into Catholicism here in the Philippines, I do agree. Now it is very easy. I guess what's difficult here um, and. Let me know if you agree. Is asking why? Is asking the whys of because um.
0: Alright, you know, it, it escaped me. Catholic, nga he si Anton. <laughs> <laughs> he
3: been talking about it the whole time, Ryan. Are you listening? Sorry, sorry,
2: sorry. <laughs>
0: so, you know, like for a second, I forgot. I was like, oh my gosh, he, he is Catholic. Anyway, sorry. Proceed, proceed. <laughs> but yeah, cause uh yun yeah, being opposite day, I was.
2: Forced to pray 13 different types of prayers a day, wake what? up at 5 a.m. wearing coat and tie just to go to mass and attend penitentiary. I am not kidding at all. Wow. <laughs> of course, the the threat of not doing these things was going to hell. And I guess yung <gasps> for me uh, would be the challenge as a Catholic here in the Philippines, asking those questions. Uh, why do I have to pray the rosary? Because honestly, the As you mentioned earlier, these traditional types of prayers, I think, are important to try and guide you towards communicating with God. But you shouldn't just be blindly saying the Hail Marys and Glory Bees without um, an end goal. So my question for you is, are there traditions like the rosary and, you know, these prayers that you find unnecessary or people are doing wrong, in your opinion?
3: Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I'm any... If I'm in any position to say someone is doing something wrong, um, I think, and this is a joke that's come up on our show a lot on the narrow door, right? Because in the Christian world, I think the joke is that if someone doesn't know their Bible, they're probably Catholic. And I was like, oh, okay, this is not good. This is not good because the Bible is our scripture. Our faith is based on what's in the Bible. I mean, as Catholics, it's it's scripture and tradition. A lot of the other churches in the Christian world are just Bible. But obviously, it's a very big part of why we do what we do. And so I think maybe if I had an advocacy as a Catholic, it would be, okay, Catholics, we need to open our Bible and learn our scripture. Prayer-wise, though, and tradition-wise, I mean— the thing about the Catholic Church is it's been around for so long and there there's a repository, a huge repository of prayers, novenas, devotions, and all those things. And I don't know if I can really say this isn't working for me, so it's I don't think you should do it. You know? God, and maybe, yeah. yeah, what's necessarily working for me might not work for you. I see. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure about that one.
2: So you're not doing everything, naman. I guess that was.
3: Everything? My
2: yeah. Like, plenary
0: indulgences, blah, 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 oh blah, blah. Oh my gosh. I... <sighs> what is. What, what What do you mean by plenary indulgences? Can you. As a non Catholic, I'm sorry.
3: No, 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 <laughs> no. I am Catholic and I'm not sure what, what that is again. Like, what is that?
0: Almost there. you
1: know,
3: Okay, you know what you just mentioned now? Na parang Oh, we are, we're supposed to pray 13 times a day, get up at five in the morning, put on my coat and tie. If I don't do this, then I'm going to hell. This kind of practice doesn't sit very well with me. Um, I don't think I have the the vocabulary and the understanding to really talk about it clearly. But I don't know. Something… I don't know if the, the God that we profess is that kind of God. Like, if you don't wake up at 5 in the morning and do 13 prayers a day, then it's hell for you.
2: you know, and Not to paint a bad light on Opus Dei. I'm sure there are plenty of reasons as to why they do that. Um, Siguro, it was also a fault in them on how they explained it to children. Plus, we weren't really mature when we started doing these things. So maybe that's why that's how we interpreted it. But I won't mm-hmm. lie when they say that if you're part of the circle and you don't do these norms of piety, as they call it, um, uh-huh. That would constitute as a sin. So um, honestly, my whole thing, Ren, and I agree with you on hating that uh, type of thinking. Is when I finally learned why people pray the rosary or how um, how you should be doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, sayang lang because eh, people abhor and hate doing these things because they and they don't know the real reasons as to why they're supposed to be doing. Sayang,
3: I agree. I agree. I, you know, again, and I think that's why I encourage someone like Ryan to ask the questions and figure out why are we being told to do that? What is the value of that? Going back to your Opus Dei practice, I'm sure it was useful in instilling discipline. You know, having some kind of a structured prayer life, which I think are valuable things. But if it's one of those, like just get up at five in the morning and put on your coat and pray 13 times a day, because if not, you're going to hell. You know that's a that's a different situation, I think. Which isn't to say that I think, oh, because we have this all merciful, all loving God, I don't have to do anything, and yeah. it's all love, and it's all you know. I don't think that's how it works either, because obviously we have free will. We are supposed to choose the things that are pleasing to God. Um, it's a struggle. It's a it's a it's a fight every day, really. So. Yeah
2: really sad because there are Catholics like that. I, I actually call them convenient Catholics. Mm. Um, they're only Catholic when it's very convenient for them, which I don't think it's the case. It, it should also be, you know, plenty of sacrifice and, you know, uh, movement on your part, not just from God.
3: Right. And I think that's what I mean when I say I don't want to be in the faith because it's comforting to me. You know, it's not a convenience. It is... Gosh, one of the things I learned on my podcast is, you know, religion, apparently the root word, like where it comes from, is from the Latin, and it means to reconnect to God. So it's not something I practice because I get the, you know, warm fuzzies. Whoa! whoa. It's supposed to be a set of practices that connects me back to God. And coming from a very human, flawed place, that is not easy to transform myself. And kind of get myself on track with how God maybe initially designed me to be and purposed me to be, but the results of it are beyond, I think, what the world can give me.
0: Wow, that is that- deep. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, no, no. I'm like, whoo. <laughs> but yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, it does answer um Anton's question, I think.
3: Does it? Gosh, okay, yeah, I, I kind of feel like okay, God. oh, Samo, all over the place. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay, like, take for but, example. I oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Oh no, no! I was just gonna say, but you know what? Uh, growing up, uh, the whole threat of because I I take the threat of hell quite seriously, mm. like, and it is it is scary. Just because I don't know, medyo wasika kasi ako when it comes to pain, like the, the like sobrang madbile sa masaktan. Whoa! Not emo- not just like it sounds so emotional, but like honestly like you can just like push me and i'm like oh, I <laughs> even like push but the, so, so the thought of like eternal torture is is quite oh scary right? Right, right um uh but also and the reason why i'm bringing it up now because a while ago sam asked me what's stopping me from subscribing to like a specific faith uh, another reason why I, i'm not a hundred percent um down with catholicism yet i mean as of today um is that, and I'm gonna whisper, because my mom my baby,
2: <laughs>
0: She is, by the way, a leader among the victory groups. Yeah <laughs> And we haven't had this conversation, but okay, I'm gonna whisper a bit. <laughs> but as a member of the LGBT community Oh. I've had somebody tell me because I've had like I have had like this conversation with a catholic friend and a mm. christian friend and all that and they were like yeah you know what you're you're going to hell i mean they didn't phrase it that way <gasps> they didn't phrase it that way but the, but that was that was their message it, it i'm i'm not I, I mean not not i'm not sugar but at the end of the day their statement is you need to repent otherwise you're going to go to hell parang gano so okay. I'm like, you know what, that doesn't sit well with me, man. Because I'm, I, I, don't know, and I this might be a flaw too. This might be pride. This might be, This might, this might be completely wrong. But I want to be judged by whatever it is that I do, right? Like as a person, I feel like I'm, I'm kind enough <laughs> question mark i mean I, I don't purposely hurt people um I, I try to help out when i can i'd like to think of myself as morally good by my standards or at least you know um by my definition of what is morally good and the thought of me being eternally tortured punished even though this is what even even though i think i'm morally good and even though or just the thought of being eternally tortured just for being who I am is a scary thought. Sure.
3: (laughs) No, yeah. In the Instagram story questions thing that I posted um, this came up a a couple of times like they want us to talk about homosexuality or same-sex relationships on the podcast and I'm looking forward to this one. Obviously, it's not going to be an easy conversation, but this is a reality. And a lot of people are thinking about this. They're talking about this. And I think they would like some clear guidance on this.
0: Yes. (laughs) I
3: am not the expert on this topic, but I think what I would like to say on this is, you know, that message to repent, that's for all of us. It's not just for people in the LGBTQ community. Um, I think parang naha highlight yung, you know, yung issue na to, like maybe that's just like where we are at this moment in history, you know, um, this is something that is uh, very visible, you know, in our society. People are talking about this. Um, and so it gets highlighted, but we're, we're all sinners. And this, you know, this sin, is not any worse than any of the sins that I commit as a straight person. And I think that's just wanna, what I want to put out there. Um, does the church teach that it is? Yes, it is. It That's what it does teach. Um, gosh, I'm not, I don't think I am like linguistically equipped to, you know, talk about this, but, which is why I'm going to throw it to the panel on my podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. But, yeah, that's the thing that stands out to me the most is I'm, I'm as much a sinner as, as you are or anyone else for that matter.
2: Yeah. Actually, I think Pope Francis corrected this way of thinking um, a few years past. Na, and Percy, I think we discussed this, you and I, that, that thinking that Without I say out of me. Being, You were there, there. remember
1: we talked (laughs) about... Of course, you explained. Yeah, we talked about this. I think the
2: condemnation for LGBTQ plus community members isn't so much as it's... Because they're like that, but more on the fact that being so can lead to you sinning. But, and the big but is, as Sam mentioned, all of us have that tendency to sin regardless of race or gender. So I think that really gets lost in translation. But yeah, yeah. But your, your panel talk discusses it linguistically and yeah, based and on the, text.
3: And the call isn't to condemn these people or any sinner for that matter. Because again, yeah, we are all sinners. The call of the church is to walk with everybody. Yeah, um, yeah that, I mean, that's what I would like to say about that.
2: My theory is as,
1: as to why they started <laughs> I mean, them. Oh, this I want to hear. What? 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 Wait, I had a theory. The procreation <laughs> theory. thing. Oh. All right, sorry, I remember now. Um, okay, so the reason why remember um, in the book of, uh, in the book of Genesis says that go forth and multiply, right? Um, during the time uh, the Dark Ages, when they were writing the Bible, they were like, okay, you know what? It, it, we should find a way to make us have more kids and so therefore we should ban out all male male female female um relationships because like we need more kids we need more people to fill up the earth and we can't do that if all the homosexuals are uh, going off on each other they're not gonna pro you know they're not gonna bring us any kids so we better just go uh, ba- straight out ban that and yep yeah, here we are overpopulated seven billion people in the world mm-hmm. so i really believe that the uh, gays are helping us yeah because
0: I mean keeping the population down I'm not one to say that the no bible way. is wrong again I, I i I go back to what I said now i might i this can be, pr- this might be pride i I might be wrong but right? I'm willing to accept that man, right? but you know that that's one of the things that uh, again as a kid who was threatened <laughs> with eternal torture
3: <laughs> yeah and i don't yeah i don't Yeah. Yeah. And going back to what Percy was saying, just because as you were talking, I was reminded of a conversation that we had on the podcast because the whole creation story in Genesis was, is something that, you know, is uh, the bottom line being that creation story in Genesis is not a literal, uh, account of creation. That is a spiritual text. So yeah it's it's not it's not to be taken literally is what i learned
2: in the whole literal bible readers. The bible. Eh. <laughs> that's your advocacy talaga no, of uh... I mean
3: i think i think that's what i'm finding to be maybe the lacking piece in my faith journey because i feel like you it's hard to have the full experience of the faith without knowing your bible it's the thing that I admire from our evangelical brothers and sisters. And I think at this point, I'm kind of obsessed with it. So, you know, doing Bible classes and stuff like that. And I mean, it's amazing. The Bible is is a pretty mind-blowing book. And I'm yeah. not even, you know, I'm barely scratching the surface right now. So,
2: yeah. Sam, I'm just curious, mm-hmm. your, your podcast, you talk to different uh, religious leaders, no? And you also mentioned that you're relatively new to the Catholic faith. And I think so too, because in 2016, 2017. My question is, how do you not get swayed into other religions? Uh, They tell you their practices, their beliefs, their benefits from said religion. How do you still stay hardcore Catholic after hearing from all these perspectives?
0: How do you know that she's the one? Uh, Sorry, no, it's the one. (laughs)
3: Um, I guess I just try to focus more on the things we have in common, you know, than focus on the differences. To be completely honest with you, I mean, here's the thing. Okay. Catholicism is the faith that I fell into because it was what, because technically I was Catholic since I was like 10 years old. I wasn't even baptized at birth. I was baptized at, you know, at ten because my mom is a very devout Catholic, went to Catholic school and all of that. And so when I had a chance to turn to God, the faith that was available to me was Catholicism, um, and I think Catholicism is legit. You know, it is the faith that I pr- profess, um, and I do believe that this is the church that Jesus Himself established on this planet right i think that is a big thing for catholics is this is the church that jesus built okay cool that's fine i bring all that up to say that if along this journey i find that you know maybe i discover something that what am i trying to say here guys you know what i'm trying to say i think i'm like just open you know i'm i'm because as i Talk to these guys. I'm finding out things that, okay, okay, I didn't know that, didn't know that. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I mean, I'm Catholic now. I'm very happy being Catholic. But can I say, like, I'm going to, I mean, because people convert, can I Mm -hmm. say that I'm never going to convert is the thing. But, I mean, I love being Catholic and I am Catholic right now. I don't feel like I'm being swayed on the show like I'm pretty solid. <laughs> 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 it was like a very long winded way of saying mahirap magsalita nang tapos.
0: Got it. Ah, yeah. You know what I right. mean? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, cuz I, I I don't know. It would be yeah.
0: Yeah and, and I think sorry, not to make it about me, but like that's hmm. also why I like going back to your question, th- that's also why I guess I'm not like um zeroing on one specific religion as well. I, I feel like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: it's like
0: somebody presents me with new facts and I'm like, oh, or at least new information. I'm like, ooh, I'm interested. But I'm gonna um yeah. <sighs> <Really. That's> why <laughs> why I think, Sorry, uh, go ahead,
3: Sam. No, I, I think that's why that's why I like that attitude of yours, Ryan. Na, you know, you just don't jump into something. You should take the time to see how it checks out and ask questions and have stuff explained to you clearly, you know, go into it, understanding things. I guess I'm in that process still of like trying to understand where everyone is coming from and where I am and who knows where this journey is going to take me, I guess is what I'm going to, what is what I'm trying to say. Right. Yeah.
2: You did that for a year, no? That whole Mm -hmm you know ease into it did you find any spiritual guides for that did you consult any order or did you do everything yourself making that transition and entry
3: uh i don't have a spiritual director that's what they're called right like when you have yeah, yeah like a some like a guide who you confide in um i did not have one of those i did go online a lot though um oh. there's a lot of very helpful legit. YouTube uh, channels where you find people like Bishop Barron and Father Mike Schmitz and just a lot of evangelism is happening online. There's a lot of stuff to wade through though too. So be careful. But I managed to find some really solid references that helped me understand like what I was getting myself into. Um, So, and then I just decided to practice the stuff. Like, see, go go to mass and see what happens. Go to like a seminar, you know, a Catholic seminar and see what happens. Try maybe dating with the purpose of, you know, not based on chemistry, but like learning more about the person and see how you guys match up values wise. And if you guys are on the same page about the faith and, you know, things like that. I just kind of practiced it and see where it took me. And here I am. That's so interesting.
0: Yeah, and you know what, for me, what's more interesting, not to say that the rest of the story is not interesting, but like, for me, what's interesting, what's interesting is you are a public figure. I mean, you are, uh, you work in media, you you are a radio, well, you were a radio host, you were a TV host. How has Catholicism affected your career in media? Mm. Let's
3: see. I think, well, the radio show, um, you know, as I was converting, I decided to leave because at that point, I just felt like I needed to step back and kind of examine how I was living my life um, because I just, yeah, I think I just needed to kind of get away from it, which is why I went on the Camino. If you guys are not familiar, it's um, it's a pilgrimage where you walk from the border of France to a town called Santiago de Compostela in Spain. So I backpacked and walked that for six weeks
0: oh, wow. and
3: I was just like, I'm going to get away and I'm just going to walk and I'm going to meditate on my life and see what I want to do about this whole faith thing and God thing. Um, and then when I got back, I think, the, the values of the faith definitely factor into some of the decisions that you make. You know, am I going to take a certain project? Okay, what are we celebrating on, say, this event? I've, I have turned down a few events just because I felt like it wasn't aligned with what I was trying to practice in my life. But other than that, you know, like we said, because the Philippines is so predominantly Catholic there's n- I mean, personally for me anyway, I didn't find so much of it conflicting with the practice of my faith
0: so far. Got it. Yeah. yeah. I was about to make like a, an old song reference. I was about to ask 500 miles by yung nilakan.
3: kasi miles kilometers
0: Hirap <man> convert? <laughs> <laughs> Converting. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, honestly, I went into it thinking like, ooh, I wonder if I'm going to have any epiphanies or whatever on this journey, you know? Did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, wow. It was... Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Not everyone has that puss twe experience. <laughs> um, but I think for me, that whole thing was really an exercise in the whole leap of faith thing. Because I did not know what was going to happen after, uh, you know, if I go on this thing and I was going to be away for a couple of months, what am I, what am I going to come back to? And I had left the radio show, the radio show, you know, good times was a very popular show at that time. It was, you know, why I was hosting events and like just livelihood wise, it was not a very good decision, but I was just like, "Mm, no, I think God wants me to do this. And he, if he wants me to do this, he's going to take care of the rest. So I'm just going to do it and see what happens. And you know it was more like that, but of course, I mean the whole trip was amazing. You know, of was there was the spring <laughs> where everything was in full bloom, and there were hikes in you know in between, and it was just beautiful, gorgeous, and
2: more than the destination. I the really no, online, online like
1: date, gorgeous. online date tapos on sabay online mask kanon so, yeah, because know. <laughs> like I said,
3: um, online
1: mask. You know, a lot of people think
3: date. practicing the faith is boring and it's devoid of anything that's fun. And it's so constricting and, you know, just all of that. And it's suffering and all that. But actually, one of the paradoxical things about the faith, I find, is despite these practices that maybe the world thinks are, you know, well, are very counter and also just kind of stuffy, I am actually more peaceful and joyful about my life despite that. And I feel like, my, more, like the, my most authentic self, for some reason, it's kind of hard to articulate. But I think that's what being connecting to God and connecting back to what God designed me to be um, is like, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah. Have you ever had like a one-on-one con? Because I know, for example, so because again, my mom's like a victory leader or something. Mm. Um, have you ever had like a one-on-one conversation with somebody? Na parang, you're trying to evangelize or you're trying to like Tara, sama ka sa church namin parang ganun. Like, have you ever had to like spread the gospel? We
3: actually had this conversation on the podcast, like evangelizing because i think as christians everyone is called to evangelize and we think when we hear that word it's you know i need to grab my bible you know go see a friend talk to them about god and you know ask them to come to church and i don't think this is a very effective way of evangelizing because the sight of this is already kind of people are allergic to this you know I think the most effective way of evangelizing is to just live my life as this changed person, if you will, and just, you know, exude that joy and peace that I'm talking about. Because people notice that and they're just like, okay, what, like, what are you doing? Like, what is that? What is this change that I'm seeing in you? Like, what is that about? Um, I do remember the one time after, you know, after coming into the faith, I uh, went out on a date and... I was, I mean, to this day, man, like I'm very, very insistent that the guy that I need to, you know, have as a spouse needs to be on the same page with the faith, because you know it's gonna affect so much of like how we raise our children, how we're gonna live out the marriage, you know, so many things like that. So it's just easier if we're in the same on the same page about this stuff. So I took the guy to mass, right, on our first date, and, um, I don't think it worked out very well. But, yeah, it's, um, I don't know if that is the best way to evangelize, you know, like forcing someone to like come check out my church or like, you know, whatever.
0: Okay, so now my question is, if you're going to go on a date again, do you think bringing them to mass is something that you I, do?
3: I think the bigger question is, will I ever go on a date again with this pandemic that is happening Will we have I mean, date again?
2: Ryan, oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? What? What?
2: date
3: diba? during the <laughs> pandemic.
0: We have a pandemic. a date.
1: We have a date. We have online date. Online date. We date. We have a date.
0: We have a date. We have
3: a date. We have a date. We have
0: Oh my gosh, you know what? Sorry, my went quite about what? like the dating life. So I went on oh. like an online date. UPL... Oh. UPLB <laughs> you went on an online date? Yeah.
3: Like Zoom date? Yeah, yeah, and... yeah, yeah.
0: With oh. someone with someone who um is from the same college or same university, right? So more or less I expect na um this person would get w- w- would be of the same Maybe culture, like... I guess, but um, humor-wise and all that. Cause you know, same sa- same roots and all that. Um I turn off ako kasi Why? He hindi niya alam yung Shrek you guys like he has huh? not seen Shrek the movie <laughs> deal or, breaker nor <laughs> wait
3: wait
2: what nor
0: does he know who Shrek or Fiona is or even who like donkey <laughs> is and I'm like nope this is not gonna work thank you next not even donkey donkey no no, no. not
1: even the, the the Shrek memes he hasn't even like when he sees Shrek you know what That that is his
0: like that, that is the extent of his knowledge like oh yeah is it my YouTube video and I'm like no no <laughs> oh wait maybe
1: Sam also doesn't know Shrek I'm, I'm judging by your reaction of course I do okay, but go wait Sam podcast on let's go
3: okay okay so that's a non-negotiable for you Ganon yeah, yeah <laughs> all I, of us <laughs> really um,
0: I think I think Shrek is up there you know. <laughs> I mean as okay. a pop culture person, I'm
1: guessing mm. that, you know, this would be like a good standard, like if you know Shrek, you know, everything else follows,
0: maybe. Not necessarily, but like, you know, I'd question your ethics and your morals if you don't know like the tri- the trials and tribulations of like what Fiona had to go through. You know Alamoyan, like, what is your basis of morality then? <laughs> You so, can learn yeah. a
2: thing or two from Shrek. I guess that's the biggest takeaway
1: here.
2: <laughs> uh-uh, wow. Bad. Going on the
1: podcast, right? Hey, definitely, 100%. Like the religion <laughs> of Shrek, the trials and <laughs> tribulations of uh, how he got out, how we all live in our swamps, you know, and we're all trying to find our place in the universe. Oh, that swamps. sounds like a
3: very interesting episode, you guys. You should do that.
1: Right? Yeah. yeah. Ryan, you will be our faith leader, and uh, you will lead this discussion <laughs> on how you will not find love until you find somebody who also likes Shrek.
0: Uh, <sighs> so, yun yung ano, yun yung mga blockers go this pandemic. Mm. What about you guys? Uh, yeah,
3: I mean, yeah, what's how are you guys going about this?
0: Percy, wanna go ahead? Well, I know Put Anton is like happily taken. Yeah, <gasps> oh, okay, okay. okay <laughs> Almost okay, two okay. years now. All right. So, before pandemic,
2: so I'm happy it's surviving. It's just sad that we don't get to see each other. You know, uh, I'm a very big. I touch part of my love language. It's really difficult not being able to hug and kiss and stuff like that.
3: Mm. But still so, thankful that I'm with someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rub it in, Anton. Wait, but... Um, it, I, wow, this is fascinating for me, too. So the challenges of being in a relationship during the time of pandemic is that you guys can't see each other as often. You guys yes. can't, like, obviously go on a date or whatever as often. Yeah. And like how often do you see each other now?
2: Well, before the second wave of the pandemic in in cases, we would see each other once every two weeks. But then, Ooh. since since February, wala na <laughs> Like we haven't really? seen each other yet. Yeah. But I
3: feel like I mean you guys can work around that, right?
2: Pan- Obviously no, I'm not.
3: Ra- Sorry. Go ahead.
2: I'm no. I'm really scared of the pandemic, Okay, So. <laughs> uh,
3: okay. 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 So okay. Yeah. I like, get
2: vaccinated
3: got it got it all right yeah so percy okay what what is what is the goings on of your
1: um <laughs> romantic I'm currently life? in a uh, love hate relationship with with work it's full time <laughs> and so it just takes all of my my, my time um like, it's eating up even my time for the podcast so like mm, although I have found something uh more work it, it's like it's amazing yeah. and it's like wow it's, it's really all about me and relationships were like right now it's really not working out and so I'm super thankful for the pandemic for keeping me focused on work and even more work and so right now that's all I'm pretty much doing oh my I God. love
3: the optimism I know <laughs> um, right? like, no but, you
0: know but- I, as someone who edits like the narrow door like mm-hmm. I, I always hear like mga single jokes being thrown oh tell me about Sam. it <laughs>
3: They're not really thrown at me. They're thrown at um, Instructor Harold, who's the… Oh, yeah. Um, they, they right? The yeah, yeah, one of the panelists. Panelists, but not formal. But I don't think they realize, like, every time you guys joke about him being single, um, hello, I'm also here and single, you know? But, like, I'm not… I don't know. My love life hasn't been a priority since we've all gone into quarantine. It's not something that I lose sleep over. Um, it's not, yeah, and I'm not really worried about it or anything like that.
2: But when the pandemic ends, would you go on dates again,
0: or are you going out on dates right now? No, mm. no. How even online? I, mean, I,
3: I guess online, but like I don't want to. I don't want to meet someone online right now. Got it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Ano, I'm not close to online dating. I've tried it. I have, but I think just given the situation. Okay, so I go online and then I meet somebody and then we zoom and then we meet. Na nakamask at face shield. So you know, I, I, I don't I just know. Think... I yeah. I just don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Like, oh.
0: So this might be a, a stupid question. Um, but what is the Catholic Church's stand on online dating? Like, are you guys? Pro Tinder, Pro Bumble, like is that okay? Is that a thing that people can do?
3: Oh my, I don't think online dating is a problem. No, not at all.
1: all right, I think
3: <laughs> I think I I mean, I've tried Tinder during the earlier days. I think it's transformed now into more like a hookup app, right? So, I don't know. I wouldn't like recommend Tinder, but just online dating? I mean, why not? Why not?
0: Got it. All right. Yeah. Ah, cool. Cool. Hmm. I-, I thought because I remember someone before telling me that it's a Catholic. Like that's... Huh? I-, I don't know. Like that goes against daw, parang the Bible or something. And I'm like, mm, really?
3: really? Where does it say that? bawal oh, lang online in,
0: dating. Um, <laughs> it says in
1: Leviticus 12.13 that thou shall not use um online Bumble. devices in order to... <laughs> Guys, no, but
3: see, this is what's so this is what's so fascinating to me about the religious world. Like, why iba we different
1: Yeah.
3: What's yun. How come? How I th- come? I think it's because uh,
2: Jesus wasn't the one who directly taught us things. It was okay. still human beings. Uh-huh. So, and you know, humans are prone to error. Pa so, right. maybe somewhere along the line, information that was passed down to you was somehow fabricated or manufactured, maybe even subconsciously. So, I guess it's because nga, you know, atagal na ng Jesus is so far uh, mm. beyond our existence Uh bakakagonon ng humans ang maitutuluce I don't know maybe I'm skeptic of humans.
3: No 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 I think I I remember gosh there was a point that was made I forget about what but it was something like that like if you liken it to that game where you have a line past you know when message. you were kids yeah pass the <laughs> message right you start out with a message and then by the time it gets to the end of the line it's something else yeah I think yeah it was. maybe we were talking Bible, I don't even remember. But I think that's kind of what you're saying. I think it's possible. But these are the conversations that I want to have with, you know, these people from different denominations. Like, hey, we all profess Jesus, but how come one camp will say, baba lang online dating and one camp will say, it's okay. You know, how come one camp will say, you can pray to the saints and one camp will say, that's idolatry. How come? Um, yeah, I think that's all kinds of things in the faith. I, I just want to explore and talk about.
1: God. I just want to find the faith that says, um, thou shall not swipe right. I mean, <laughs> where where does it say that in the Bible? If somebody, you can point that out to me, you know, that would be great. And I, <laughs> I will steer clear away from that denomination whatever it may be
3: you (laughs) shall swipe in the sign of the cross (laughs) oh
1: there you go thou shalt super like if (laughs) oh my god
0: oh Oh man well you know what it's been an hour uh has it yeah wow do you guys have any more
1: questions sorry uh before we proceed I have all the dumb ones, so never mind. Um, Dude, there are no dumb want,
3: questions. I don't think. Uh, yeah, do a fast, uh, fast talk non dumb questions.
1: <laughs> <last> fast talk, <laughs> talk.
2: I
3: am. I am horrible at lightning rounds. I am horrible. I'm the worst. I
1: don't know. I have uh, no. My dumb questions are more like, how do you react to heathens? Like, if you know, if like heathens, heathens. heathens if the heathens come up to you, like, how do you react to them? Sorry, how do dumb you, questions w- like that. W- what do you mean though by heathens? Yeah, what yeah, do you like, mean? Um, unbelievers and like people who, Oh, like, you mean me? <laughs> oh, no, no, the difference between people who don't believe and there's people between who actively advocate against believing.
0: Uh. I mean,
3: you know, because I, I've been there. I was, I was agnostic for most of my life. Meaning I th- believed that there was something higher, but I wasn't sure what that was. Um, did I ever go through like an atheist phase? I don't know, but maybe more because of a lack of interest in religion at all. Like it just didn't take my time. I didn't. I didn't think about it. You know. And so, like wherever you are in the faith and religion and all that, like I said, I I don't think it's all like super interesting. And it's a, it's a journey, like just because you're there now doesn't mean that you're just going to be there for the rest of your life, you know, and I am excited to see where you're going to go on this journey. Even as I am in the faith, I feel like I'm journeying. So, you know.
1: <laughs> totally understand. On that point, question number two, what is your idea of heaven? Like what's, what, what's heaven like for you, in, in your mind? Like. How do you imagine heaven?
3: This has come up on the podcast and it is, it's actually something that I'm wondering a lot about myself because I think the idea of heaven that I've had was very like media driven clouds, gates, pearly gates. And there's somebody in front standing with a book, you know, am I in the book or not? Like that kind of thing. Um, but where does it say that? I don't know. Where did we get that image? I'm not sure. Uh, on the show lately, the panel has been saying that heaven is coming down. This is a topic that I have yet to discuss. But appara- And this is something that is unanimous among the three different denominations. So I'm not sure what that's about. I will get to this topic very soon. But in my... <laughs> Oh, was that what you were doing? I thought you were trying to check something, like your aircon or something like that.
0: <laughs> heaven is curve. coming down. Well,
1: yeah,
3: the dibalik, about heaven about? is coming down. Heaven is coming down. Heaven what does that back. mean?
1: Sorry, I, I just couldn't help myself. Oh, sorry, <laughs> continue. Yeah. I guess Belinda Carlisle was right.
3: <laughs> I have. I don't know what that song is, but I, yeah. Heaven is a place on earth. Oh, hey, oh that, right, <laughs> that song. <laughs> sorry, my bad, sorry, my bad. So I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think what I can say is at this point, I feel like whatever image I have of heaven in my head is probably wrong. Here's where I am.
0: Got it. Yeah.
3: See, these are things na parang I'm in the faith, have been in the faith. And yun pala, And we talk about heaven all the time. Yun pala, I'm not even sure what it looks like.
1: So conversely, what does hell look like for you? Like, are we already in hell? (laughs) If heaven is going to come down, maybe it's because we're already in hell. Is that it? Oh, shizzle. Hell.
3: Gosh. Again, probably wrong. You know, again, putting images that I've heard, I suppose, from people, media, whatever, movies, things like that. You know, fire, um, eternal, what Ryan said earlier, eternal suffering. Not sure what form, but. So,
1: Philippines. Yeah.
3: Oh, Percy. Oh, no. no. No,
1: like the Philippines. No. Yeah,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It's, it's a joke. <laughs> or not. Depends <laughs> on how you take it. Depends on your <gasps> listeners because you all have different perspectives of. But yes, eternal suffering. Sorry, yeah, No, But
3: yeah, no. But these are very interesting questions because as people of the faith, we talk about this stuff. We say we want to go to heaven and say we don't want to go to hell. We practice this faith because we don't want to go to hell. Well, what 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 is that place anyway? Right. Wait. These are not dumb questions.
2: Or, you know, it's it maybe the Lucifer series route. It's your worst memory replaying over and over. <laughs> oh, my
3: gosh. I, I read somewhere, Nahel is a place where all your failed selfies are played on loop over and over and over and over again. Oh like, gosh. for the whole world to see. Pretty close, right? Pretty Close
2: that's a, that's for all eternity, ganon. yes,
3: no. yes. No, gosh,
1: Pass. <laughs> that's okay for me maybe I've never just really been a selfie person. Yeah, I'd be fine with that kind <laughs> of
2: thing. Like, oh, yes, okay, go.
1: go look at all my fields because I make I take dumb selfies, like, and, and, and I'm totally fine. You want to see that? You know, that floats your boat. Sure, go ahead. So, I guess we all each have our different health Yeah. <laughs> For mine, it's our country. Oh, shit. Okay, next. Do you think Jesus is a zombie? Sorry, last dumb question. Jesus
0: is a zombie?
1: you think... Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, technically. Because he (laughs) did come back from the dead.
3: Oh, because he resurrected. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, if he's a zombie... Wait, where is he then? Like, shouldn't he be around being a zombie? If he were a zombie...
1: Yeah, Obviously, because you, I remember, he, supposedly, happen, uh... he, he rose to heaven, right? And all that. And you did say that heaven is coming down on earth. And so mm. he's eventually going to come back here. And when he does, a zombie. It, will it be in zombie form?
3: And maybe all those zombie shows were a preparation for us to, gosh, you know, that's good material for the podcast, Percy. Thank you. I don't this, think the panel will see this question coming at all. Is Jesus, Jesus a zombie? A zombie. Mm.
1: Maybe we should zombie. have led this podcast with that instead. No, <laughs> and next so time we could have, have like do an, the dumb questions yeah. at the start and then move over. <laughs> I feel like I'm feeling I like derailing this entire um
0: smart intellectual conversation. No, no I love cause, it. Because You know what I'm thinking? Like, what does constitute a zombie? Like, for how how long was Jesus here on earth after he died? I,
2: okay, and he, he still had the marks. the right, yeah. he stayed here for he like 40 days.
1: Mark. He stayed, uh, I mean, scripture says he said stayed on earth for like a long while now, 40 days before 40 he ascended days. Uh, up, up, okay. up on the hill.
0: Just my take again, not a Catholic, so I might be wrong. Feeling like when he, when if ever Jesus does come, like you know, if we take that as Bible truth, if he is gonna come down from heaven he's like, human body, na. Di ba? He's supposed to be like all glorious and shining, shimmering, splendid, um, to quote Jasmine. Um, but feeling ko, wa- while Jesus was here on Earth after he died, technically he is, was a zombie. So he, he, was, zombie? Uh, he was for 40 days. Okay, but
1: then when he comes down, will he come in shining, shining shimmering, splendid, or will he come down in zombie
0: form? I mean it's who will let, like, who, who who can who can answer that though so many
3: forms. I you know what I, I want to talk about this like I said because the guys on my show have been saying heaven is coming down heaven is coming down this is something that I do fully plan to talk about on the show nice. And yes so if it, you know if heaven is coming down then yeah what form what form are we talking about guys like what does the scripture tell us I don't know
0: There you go my natulukan me a podcast Yay! This one hour conversation wasn't a waste. <laughs> no,
3: I I god, I can't believe it's been an hour. Actually, it's been more than. Actually, yeah. yeah. We're, we've been <laughs> sitting close to two. Oh,
2: wow. Wow.
3: Yeah. Look at interesting delegate.
2: <laughs> Do you guys have I, more gosh. questions? I think we can. I wrap. guess I guess I have one last thing to say before you wrap, Ryan. Go uh, go, go I just want to say thank you so much to Sam because uh, honestly I, and This is not because You're just a guest And I've been a huge fan Ever since I was young
1: Shade I, I honestly, Oh I, That was, I, shade.
2: That was shade Oh Ow. sorry No that shade. That?
1: Oh, I it.
3: Shade. Do but, not edit that stuff but, out Put it on the podcast That's what Anton said to me Okay
2: But for the listeners here um, Sam looks <gasps> like She hasn't aged a day
3: So I uh, just want to put that out there You know It's the touch up Your appearance feature On Zoom Which I adore <laughs>
2: I see. Anywho, um, I just want to say thank you because honestly, uh, sincerely, I think through all the stories you told me how how in touch you are with your spiritual life, I think God spoke to me through you today. And I honestly want to come back to you know how my spiritual life was before hearing you talk about these things. I want to rekindle that connection with God, especially now uh, during this bad time in my life and everyone's lives. So thank you very much for that. See, after all these years, Sam was still schooling me. <laughs>
3: oh, my goodness. Anton, I, gosh, thank you for that. That That is wonderful. I, you know, came on to this show. Of course, Ryan told me that we were going to talk about religion and stuff, which always kind of makes me nervous because, like I said, I don't feel like I'm any authority on the topic. I can only share what ha- my experience has been like. One of the reasons I do my own podcast is because I want to learn more about the faith and how you feel, I think, about the faith during this pandemic is something that a lot of people are feeling um, I'm sorry, I keep talking about like in the Instagram story that I posted today or on my podcast, this is what we're doing but in the in the Instagram story question thing I posted, the most popular question that people asked was, "Where is God in this pandemic? Why is this pandemic dragging on Well, you know what is God doing um And so that's, a, I think, a valid sentiment for a lot of people right now. Personally, for me, I don't know how I could have weathered this time if I did not have my faith. And so hopefully, as we go through these questions on the show, people can kind of tap into that side of their lives as well because... Personally, I find it tremendously helpful, but that's not all I'm after. I think there's a very logical side to this faith as well. And it's what I am trying to uncover myself. So, you know, I hope this conversation that we had today opens your mind a little bit to the possibility of looking into a faith life, although. You know, it took a long time for it to happen to me. And I trust that God is going to work in different ways in everyone's lives to draw them close to him in a matter that makes sense to them, in a matter that they can understand. Um, And I wish that for everyone, wherever they may be in, in that walk right now. And no judgment, you know, we don't condemn people like that is not the call of the faith. You're in a different place right now. That's cool. I've been there too. And that's it.
2: I think God's here in this call through you. So thank you.
3: Oh, gosh.
0: Look at that. Sammo, spiritual director.
3: No!
1: no!
2: Gosh!
3: No! God. No, I, I, I still have so much to learn about the faith, guys. Seriously. Yeah. Lots to uncover still. Yeah, I, but thank you for having me for this conversation.
0: No, thank, like, what Anton said. Thank you so much for accepting the invitation. We had, like, a really good time. Well, I can speak for Percy and Anton, but I had a good time. <laughs> I did, thank so you. much.
3: <laughs> Yay. Oh, Percy. Uh, sorry, because I,
0: I, I can see Percy's, like, mouth is open, so I was like, is he gonna say hi? Is he nakahang? Like, do, do I Percy, to you're me?
3: such a character. Oh, my gosh. He is. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yung you know, just because they need that token dumb person to say the dumb. You things.
3: are not. So we
1: have like the, the, hey, you that- have the token gay person, we have the smart person, then you have smart. the guy who says the. Yeah. So so that's where I am. You're act. adorable. Did you just label you're adorable. me as a token. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did, Ryan. And you know it. That's why you're here. We could have gotten with any other person, but no, we had to get Ryan as the. That's true. That's true. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Also not kidding. <laughs> Maybe half kidding. I'm oh, sorry. I should be politically correct. The token um, LGBTQIA plus community um, person on the <laughs> podcast. As the voice. You,
3: you uh, guys have a really good combination going on here, by the way, I think.
0: Oh, that <laughs> means uh, Thank you. Yeah. yeah. an yeah. uh no, It's the, the fact that we're not friends really in real life. <laughs> That's is that true? true? Mm-hmm. lang guys.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah. no, I hate <laughs> Percy
0: so much. We've okay, been okay. Mortal enemies ever since.
3: I'm, so, I'm so gullible yeah, like, sometimes. What is my problem?
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember trash-talking, Anton. Um The only reason why we're together is because of uh, radio or something. But I, I told yeah. him, like, oh, uh, this guy. Uh. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> and then Ryan, Panama, oh, no way. I can't stand him. Uh, and I don't even know how we got together. Like, uh,
0: yeah. Beats me. <laughs> Where did you guys all me meet, meet anyway? Well, I met Anton at the university. I met Percy through radio. Oh.
3: And
0: then I met Percy through radio as well. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And we're like, oh, look, the three of us starting a podcast.
3: Nice. (laughs) What a joke.
0: Nice. (laughs) (laughs) But then again, every now and then, we have like really great guests like you who makes a podcast bearable. So thank you so much, Sam.
3: Thanks, that guys.
0: Being thank you. Said, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of As Far As I Know. Catch you guys again next time or not. Who knows? Maybe we won't make another one. Let's see. My make
2: name, another one! My name is money. <laughs> my name is Anton.
0: And my name is
1: Percy. We'll be here for as long as there's money. That is true. Or not.
0: Bye, guys. Bye.